Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. So hello and welcome along to episode 64 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. This week we're going to have a three-part podcast and uh, we're going to say hello to the first of our guests now, which of course is racing manager at Curraheen Park and that is of course uh, Brian Collins. So it's hello to you Brian and uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much Barry. Um, excitement has been building of course over the last couple of weeks the friends and supporters of Cork Greyhound Race and Irish Greyhound Lords is always the highlight uh, for many um, in Cork and you know it's turned into another wonderful competition this year you must be delighted with the way things have went over the last couple of weeks yeah it's been a fantastic competition um, look I suppose the entry was top class and I suppose we, we, we um, you know you're always hopeful that you'll get the dogs initially and I suppose that's the first part of it but yeah we got a fantastic entry from day one there's been some fantastic racing and uh, it's, you know it's been a really really good competition this year it sure has and look we're, we're down to the, the final six now on, on Saturday night um, you know it's always a special occasion where you know greyhound enthusiasts not just from Cork but from you know uh, different parts of the country come along to meet up on, on, on that night may make the I suppose annual pil- pilgrimage to Curraheen Park and uh, I'm sure we'll have another uh, bumper crowd on Saturday night yeah look I mean, it's, it's our derby final it's our All-Ireland um it's always a great occasion and as I said we see people that we mightn't have seen for for 12 months so it's great for everyone to get together you know and I suppose this year hopefully will be will be good because it's been a difficult period which was last year we had it behind closed doors which was a shame really because it was a brilliant final um, but look it's, it's great that we're, we're getting back to some form of normality there is there will be some restrictions obviously in place um, but as, as has been the case with the last 18 months you know people have bought into it they've understood that it's, uh, it's the restrictions change and we have to adapt but people have been very very good and you know we'll get through it again on Saturday night and we look forward to, to welcoming everyone back that's for sure look just looking ahead to the final it's due off at 20 past 9 on Saturday night we might just get a, I suppose a quick word or two your thoughts on, on the six finalists um, throughout the competition we'll start with one time only the first of two runners uh, for trainer Thomas O'Donovan yeah one time only he's, he's a dog that came in I suppose as as um you know, he hadn't had a lot of racing done. Um, he was probably an unknown quantity, but he has progressed throughout the stake. And I suppose, you know, last week's performance in the semi-final showed his capabilities. He's obviously a dog on the up, and uh, you know, he's really well drawn in one, and you know, he'll, he'll have a life chance out of there anyway. That's exactly it. Trap number two is Droopy's Good. This one is trained by Owen McKenna, of course, uh, no stranger to success and uh, still on a high, no doubt, after his recent um, victory in the Boyle Sports Irish Greyhound Derby. Absolutely, yeah. Look, uh, Kennel on farm, you know, um, they're flying. I suppose Droopy's Good came with a huge reputation. He was a dog that we all felt would take the cork. Um, you know, he, For me, he hasn't reproduced that to the same level he can do, but there are signs that he's... he's definitely you know taking to the place a bit if he produces his best he's going to take a huge amount of beating he's a high class art um, um, but you know I suppose there's only one night to do it and that's the night of the final but definitely there are signs that he's he's coming back to himself hasn't in, in the earlier rounds in Cork he probably didn't produce what we expected he could do but look he's really well drawn in two um, I'm sure Owen with, with the run they're on will really fancy their chances um, and not without a chance 
Moving on to trap number three, Bally McFair won for the, one of Ireland's leading trainers, of course, um, over the last number of years. Liam Dowling, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's looking for a first large victory, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, has has knocked on the door a few times, been very, very close, uh, been unlucky on a few occasions. Um, look, Bally McFair, he needs no introduction. He's a real top sort, English Derby finalist. Um you know, himself and Bally McWild have been really, really good throughout the stake. Bally McWild unlucky to go out in the semi-final last week. Um, if Fairman can trap out, and that's his thing, he trapped out a trap one in the in the quarter final. He showed what he's capable of. He's a high class sort. Um, you know, he just needs to get his trapping boots and he needs to come out on the night. He's a dog that if he traps out, he takes huge amount of beating because he's he's so classy. But he's inclined to miss it occasionally, and you know that would be the thing if if he can trap out. He's going to have a real, real say. Four is Epic Hero, the second of two runners uh, for Thomas O'Donovan, and what an achievement it is uh, for the, from the Tipperary trainer. He entered two into the large, and he's got two finalists. Uh, a man that clearly knows the time of day. Absolutely, yeah. Look, it's it's you. You and I know Barry how hard it is to get it all good enough for the large, and I mind to get them to a final and to enter two and get the two in the final. It's a fantastic achievement. Um, this fella's a real tough start. Um, you know, he's a ledger winner last year. Um, if 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 he can get any sort of a run, he'll take a huge amount of beating, huge pace, um, and we'll probably, you know, we'll be hoping that he can hang in there in the early yards and get a rub of the green around the bend. But if he gets any sort of a clear run, he's going to have a huge say, you know. Moving on to trap number five, we have Skywalker Barry. He was one of the leading fancies for the competition uh, prior to the event starting. He's no stranger to success around Curraheen Park, and um, you know he's he's won real um, some really big races. So a, a classy sort. He runs from, from trap number five for Marco Donovan. Yeah, real top class sort. In fairness, he, he won the Corner Blaze at Stud uh, Open Fight to Five earlier in the year, and was was really really top class in that. Um, look in the early part of Lawrence, he was sensational. He done everything could have uh, you could have asked of him. Um, but the draws have you know deteriorated as it went on. He's obviously a dog that loves you know the rails. Um, you know, I thought he was really he ran really well last week out of four. You know, he was the wrong side. Um, I thought he ran really well. He's drawn a bit far out, but look. If he can come out and get across any bit at all, he'll take huge beating. He's, you know, as you said, he's a top class sort. The draw is the main concern there, but if he can get any sort of a run early, you know, it's 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 wide open for him still. Most definitely, and on to the final of the uh, six test running from trap number six is the ultra consistent sweep the air, and you know Graham Holland has tasted uh, plenty of success in the laurels. This fellow will start as an outsider, but certainly not without a chance. Yeah, you're in the final. You have a chance. I mean. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's a real tough sort. That, that, as you said, he's always there, thereabouts. Um, you know, he might start as an outsider, and he's probably very poorly drawn in six. But look, you know, uh, Graham will be just delighted to be in the final. Um, he's a dog that, that, you know, he always gives his best. He always, uh, he always seems to be there, thereabouts. And again, you'd imagine if there's any sign of trouble at all, that he could be, he could be flying home. That's it, uh, Brian. Look, it's a it's a wonderful final. As I said, it'll get underway at nine twenty. There's some top. Cla- Sorry, Brian. Nine forty. Oh, nine fourteen. So nine fourteen start, and um, you know some fantastic racing throughout the card as well. There's a lot to look forward to. 
Yeah, we have some really good racing now. We've we've really good open bitch race. We've a good open five seven five, open five two five, mini open five two five, and then we have the final of, of the Clone of Blazer Study a Tree Stake and uh, Corrigan Park Bookmakers a four five fifty. We've some really really good racing, and you know it's really top racing. We've some great sponsorship on the night as well. So yeah, looking forward to be a, a great night. And a great chance for um, greyhound enthusiasts all over the country to come out and support greyhound racing in Cork, which I'm sure they will. Yeah, as I said, look, we've had a, a difficult 18 months. Uh, we've missed the crowds when we didn't have them. It's great to be welcoming people back gradually over the last you know, number of months. And we're hoping people will come out and support the game again. Um, it's a 20 past seven first race. We'd say get there early. If you can get your tickets online beforehand, it would be appreciated. But look, we'd welcome you all and hope that everyone comes out on the night. Looking forward to uh, speaking to you in Curraheen Park on Saturday night, Brian. Thanks, Barry. Now we're going to say hello to Cork GA legend and the one of the main men behind the friends and supporters of Cork Greyhound Race and Irish Greyhound Laurels Committee. And that, of course, is uh, Jimmy Barry Murphy. Jimmy, thanks a million for taking time out to speak to us. Good morning, Barry. Uh, it's an exciting time, of course. Look, it's been building up over the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, it's the big night now on Saturday night, the night of the year at Curraheen Park, the 30,000 euro decider of the Irish Greyhound Laurels. Tell us, um, what have you made of the competition so far, Jimmy? Well, I think it, it's lived up to all its uh, previous um, runnings. Very, really, it's fantastic standard of racing. Um, we've got a tremendous final. It's very, very open. And uh, I think it's fair to say that every dog in it has a chance and you could make a case for any one of them. So we're thrilled with the with the outcome and uh, really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's it. I think um, a final, it always makes it uh, all the more interesting when it's uh, a bit of a puzzle and, you know, hard to really have a, a very strong opinion on the race. It is, Barry. As I said, already every dog has a, a chance, and I see boy sports betting is five to two to field or something. So, like, you can make a case for any dog, and uh, everybody, a lot of people have different opinions and their own fancies. So, it makes it very open, and hopefully, it'll um, it lead to a fantastic final and uh, live up to previous deciders. Yeah, I'm sure it will, um, Jimmy. And of course, overall, look, it's going to be a, a fantastic uh, night of racing from top to tail. I've had a sneak preview of the card um, earlier this week. So, as I said, really looking forward with, you know, plenty of top class greyhounds on show. And it should make for another wonderful night at the Curraheen Park venue. Yeah, I was talking to Brian Connors, the racing manager in Cork, and he even said to me that outside of the final itself, um, there's some tremendous open races there as well couple of local finders as well which give great interest to the ordinary owners and uh, I think there's somebody, something there for everybody uh, I know it's an early start on Saturday night because the programme is going out on RPG TV in the UK as well which is a great boost to us and it'll make for great excitement as well for everybody involved and uh, I think you know people to get there early get, get settled down there. things are opening up a bit now as regards access for people with the restrictions being lifted and hopefully we'll have a magnificent crowd there on Saturday night yeah, I'm sure we will. Look, you touched on uh, Racing Post, Greyhound TV, of course. Um, you know, a, a fantastic um, channel who do amazing work for the for the sport and the, the world of Greyhound Racing. Obviously, look, we're urging everyone to come along. It's important, of course, that, you know, people come in and support the event. We've got some fantastic support over the last couple of years. But I suppose for anyone that just can't make it, for not able for some reason, they'll have the enjoyment of sitting down in front of their television and watching uh, the racing throughout the night. Absolutely. It's been a great innovation for ground racing between Ireland and England. They give a fantastic coverage. It's so professional all through everything they do. And I'm hoping that that'll bring an extra dimension to our feature on Saturday night.
Yeah, that's it. exactly it, Jimmy. And just in, in terms of the final back into it for, for a moment or two, we've obviously got um, one time only in trap number one for Thomas O'Donovan, the first of two runners uh, for the Tipperary trainer. Droopy's good runs from trap number two for Owen McKenna. Three is Bally McFair, one many people's fancies are fancy prior to the competition for that master trainer, Liam Dowling. Four Epic Hero, last year's ledger winner, of course, uh, the second of two runners for Thomas O'Donovan. Five is Skywalker Barry, another leading fancy prior to the competition for rising uh, young trainer star Marco Donovan also in Tipperary and six is sweep the yard uh, for champion trainer Graham Holland who's going to start as the outsider of the party um, in the race at uh, 20 past nine on Saturday night as I said 30,000 euros to the winner uh, Jimmy we might put you on this spot what are you thinking at the moment? Uh, I think it's very open Barry I really uh, haven't made up my mind yet I suppose the two standout dogs prior to the draw were Barry McFair won and Skywalker Barry of the really fancy dogs they've got to the final so you know they're they're the ones that everybody probably would be looking at but uh, one time only in trap one has a fantastic draw and he really showed his best side last Saturday night if he reproduces that he'll have a huge chance and again with Barry McFair one has been an English Derby finalist been all over the place all the big finals Liam Dowling as you said a master operator so he'll take an awful lot of beating and he's just put a couple of runs together now again and Skywalker Barry it's going to be hard to rule out as well. But I, I make up my mind near the date. But um, I think from the word go, I said Skywalker Barry was a dog I liked and uh, maybe drawn out a bit far in trap five, but I think he's a great chance. Yeah, definitely. He might just overcome that draw. I think a lot of us are still undecided. Um, it could be a sleepless night on, on Friday night uh, before we put a pen to paper. But just just in terms of, look, it, it's no secret and it's been well documented now over the, the last couple of years, I suppose, when you went looking for the support and the support that you got, not just from here in Cork and Munster, from all over the country. It really is uh, a people's lars and there's just been, it's given a, a new release of life over the last couple of years, uh, Jimmy. It has, and in fairness, I mean, I said this last year that, you know, the people took back control of the sponsorship of this stake and the response we got from everybody throughout the country, but particularly in the Cork area, was magnificent. And, you know, people felt that they had an extra interest in the Laurels again because they had contributed to me, helping it to re- retain its status, and that's what they've done. And I think that's what's making it such a, an attractive event for everybody. As you said, we've had fantastic crowds all along. Huge crowd again last Saturday night, and um, I'm just hoping that everybody will come along on Saturday night and really enjoy the occasion. Yeah, that's it. Look, as I said, um, so many people have supported. Come out and, and enjoy what you've supported on Saturday night. It's going to be another night to remember at Curraheen Park and uh, always the uh, feature on the calendar year. Jimmy, look, it's always great to hear your thoughts, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you in Cork on, on Saturday night. Yeah, I can't wait for Barry. And as I said, the final is on a bit earlier this year, the normal is on at nine, around quarter past nine. So I'll give people a chance to get out early and get home early if they want to. Very much looking forward to it. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Barry. So now we're on to the third and final part of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast. And we have to highlight the uh, fabulous success of Droopy's Gloss on Saturday night. She really was um, the star of the weekend, winning that uh, brilliant juvenile derby at Shelburne Park. Um, the 2021 SIS Juvenile Derby, 20,000 euros to the winner, owned by um, John Coleman and trained by Mert Lahey. It was a, a big occasion, no doubt, for the Lahey family. Um, we've spoke to Merton in the past on the podcast, I believe. Rory Burke has spoken to Caitlin, I think, um, uh, in, in previous podcasts. So now it's the turn of the, the boss of the house. And uh, we're going to say hello to wife of Mert Lahey, which, of course, is uh, Deirdre. And Deirdre, now it's uh, your turn to uh, stay on the podcast. How are you? I'm good, Barry. How are you? 
Very well. Looking back um, on the SIS uh, Juvenile Derby, I'm sure it's a competition that you have been uh, following for a number of years and, you know, always one of the big ones in Shelburne Park. Oh, yeah, it was a dream. It really was now, Barry, to be honest. <clears throat> we were there a few years ago with Droopy Punch and uh, hit the crossbar, but no, it was lovely. It was lovely. It was special, really special. No doubt it was, and uh, look, I suppose just looking back on on the competition as a whole, um, going into it, obviously you had a very talented lady, but at the end of the day, of course, you need a bit of luck as well along the way. And just talk us, I suppose, talk us through maybe your your expectations uh, prior to the event. Prior to the event. Expectations. Look, as you say, it's all luck. You know, we had expectations before, but there's always five disappointed people going home. Um. Look, pretty. I'll be honest. I watched it at home, <laughs> and uh, I, I had to let Ian Fortune take me to the first bend, and then I opened my eyes, you know. But um, yeah, no. Once once she got around the first bend, we were pretty confident, you know, that she had it. We always knew she had the pace. It was all about look at the traps, look at the first bend, you know. But she's there with the best of them. Yeah, she sure is. Look, she's treated us to, to some wonderful performances on, on on over the last couple of months. But I'm sure there was uh, plenty of excitement when she went on to win on Saturday night. It was a twenty-eight forty-nine winning performance. Um, tell us about the celebrations. Celebrations, God, yeah, celebrations were um, for me. It was me, my father, and a bottle of Shiraz. <laughs> I I didn't make it up. I let the girls go up, and I was delighted for them to be there because. <clears throat> I suppose family, there's a lot of sacrifices in this game and it was great for them to get the actual buzz, you know, of the win. Um, they've never moaned all through their childhood about missing occasions and stuff. So it was great for them and Steve, who's here every day, um, I was delighted for him. It was his first big one as well. So, yeah, I was going to follow up later on, but I kind of things didn't pan out, so I said, no, here, I'm man the station at home so yeah my father popped in and we had a bottle of Shiraz and I'd say the neighbours were probably wondering what was going on yeah. Um, yeah but no the celebrations were good now on Sunday yeah very good very so. buckman and uh, yeah the boys had a a nice old day now on Sunday ah, you have to you know you have to mark it don't you exactly that's it look it's so hard to win these uh, big events and, and just in terms of I suppose the operation at home sounds like it's a real uh, family operation um, Deirdre look everybody rolls up their sleeves Barry and always did um, but look it, it, it's 120% it's Marty you know he we just fit in a few gaps and prop them up here and there but yeah everybody rolls up their sleeves and we have a good team around us you know we've young Robbie Dooley Matty Deegan Davy Healy they've all been here for years and Steve of course is here every day and the girls between work and college school when they're not you know when they're available they're there you know but all through their childhood they've always been always been out in the kennels you know you want to talk you know where we are (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I suppose a uh, success like this, will it just make you more determined to, to try and win, win more, more big ones? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Success breeds success, doesn't it? Or it breeds the want. <laughs> yeah. And how exciting is it have um, how, uh, Droopy's Glass in the kennels? Because obviously, look, she's already been talked about for, for big competitions next year. It must be really, really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a dream at home as well. She's just one of those little ladies who has just a great nature you know she's always happy always on her toes um yeah it looked 
it's it's great to have prospects, you know. You have a few nice dogs in the kennel now and you know, once they're competitive, isn't it? That's that's what's important. Whatever that, grade they are, you know. That's exactly it. And uh, is it a very busy kennel at the moment, Deirdre? I sure it is. Busy is good. When you're not busy you get worried. Busy is always good. And of course, the the Lahi Kennel will be making the trip to Curraheen Park on Saturday night. I see uh, quite a few entries there ahead of the the big night of the year in Cork. I believe so. We have to have a little chat there later. I think we're in Limerick as well. Um, yeah, but definitely down in Curraheen. Yeah, that yeah. would be a great night. A lot happening. So it's all going on. Yeah, great stuff. Look, it was great to um, reflect on that uh, wonderful success on Saturday night. A big congratulations, a, a very popular winner. Um, you know, you've been getting, I suppose, um, fantastic um, support and um, being congratulated from people all over the country. Yeah, social media was busy over the last couple of days. Oh, Barry, that's been amazing. It's been mind blown. I'll be honest with you. The amount of people have been in touch, it's it's un, it's unreal. You know, it's uh, we're a great community. We really are. <clears throat> we sure are um, that's it so Deirdre look as I said congratulations on the success and um, keep the flag flying and uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch again going forward thanks again Barry Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake for all the latest Greyhound racing news check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs